Welcome to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast. Hear and learn through the success of others how to build the life and business you deserve. Learn to overcome failure, what it means to seek out growth, and how to become the best possible version of yourself. And now, here's your host, coach, entrepreneur, husband and father, and author of the number one best-selling book, Survive, Scale, Soar, Jeremy Williams. Hey, welcome back. This is Jeremy Williams, and you're tuning in to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast, the podcast for the entrepreneur built by entrepreneurs. Today, I'll be joined by David Dunlap, principal broker for Real, a tech-powered real estate company. David shares how real changes has happened both in his life and his business. Before we get started with our guests, a quick reminder of today's episode moves you, makes you think differently, or you know it may help someone, be sure to share it. And David, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hey, Jeremy, I'm great. Thanks. How are you, sir? How's the weather up there in Little Rock, Arkansas today? It is cloudy and uh, it feels nice outside. Uh, I've, you know, Dave, I've known you for, for a while now, and I'm so excited about having you on the show today because there's been a lot of change that is, that has happened in your life. And, and I want to dive into that today. Uh, I want to start out. You're the principal broker now of real in Arkansas, correct? Correct. Yes. So we launched a little over three weeks ago now. Great. So we're going we're gonna to dive into that. And I want people to know how they can reach out to you if they have questions specifically about that. Okay. Yeah, the title of this episode is Real Change Happens. And, and I've seen a lot of change. We've had some great conversations over the last, it's been a little over a year. And I think the audience hearing this today can realize that real change can happen for them, them too. Uh, so, so take me take me back to when all all this started happening, or, or or tell me a little bit of your story. I think people, if they understood your story, uh, they could see where the change took place. Yeah, thanks, Jeremy. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I woke up August the eighth of last year with a. Uh, I was sick, actually. Uh, I, I didn't feel well. I did not realize that I had a, a gallbladder issue, and uh, so I was sick throughout that day. Uh, it had sort of been a rough weekend, and uh, that evening I knew I needed to take care of something. And so what happened with me, I knew I needed to fix a situation. And by knowing I was going to uh, jump on a phone call later with someone that would involve what I was in hopes of fixing a situation, God reached down that night and fixed me. Completely unexpected, just me and him in my living room by myself. Whoa, whoa, so, whoa. So we're... <laughs> we're, we're, we're having a business conversation and we brought I know. up, uh, oh my goodness. Well, hey, you asked the question, Jeremy. So yeah. there it is. All right. So, so God, God met you on August 8th. So what, what happened? Tell, tell us what happened. Yeah. So um, I was expecting a phone call to come through that evening. It was always FaceTime. And uh, when the call came through, I could tell that the other individual had been, uh, they'd been thinking about some things, sort of a sad face. And uh, knowing how that, not knowing how that conversation was going to go, I had made a comment to them that I would listen to them, hear them out, and I would not interrupt them. And as soon as I saw their face and I could tell that they had been upset, I 
it was like God literally spoke to me and said, David, be obedient to what you said that you were going to do because I'm about to do a work in you that you asked me to do in you a long time ago. Jeremy, I had prayed a long time ago that if God was going to do a work in my life, that he was going to have to be the one to do it because I had failed myself. I had failed my family. I had failed my friends. Uh, I'd failed my kids. I'd failed everybody. But uh, yeah, anyway, th that night, um, he really reached down in love and rescued me from where I was at that time in my life, completely unexpected. Uh, I had prepared about three or four pages of notes on legal paper just to easily reference, to look down at my table uh, and just glance down at. And as soon as I heard him speak those words to me, I moved my notes aside, knowing that I would never cover anything on those notes. And I didn't. Uh, we, we, we spoke for about 45 minutes or so. It was a great phone call. Uh, we let each other know uh, what was, how, how we felt and what was going on. And uh, it was a, it was a, it, honestly, it was a cleansing phone call. It was a washing phone call. And three to five minutes after getting off, uh, getting off the phone, I literally stood up in my living room and raised my hands up. And I thank God for what he had done in my life in that moment, because my transformation from a past life to a new life, it was immediate. It was right then. I knew it. Uh, it's like if you could hear the chains drop on a hardwood floor, I felt the bondage of, I'm just going to say the bondage of my sin that I was living in. I felt that bondage drop, those chains drop to the floor just like that. So there was, there was obviously an immediate change and it's amazing how, how God can do that. He can change something in an instant, yes. uh, which, yeah. which happened, happened there in that, that room. Yet there was also change that came in time. Tell, yeah. tell me about that. Oh my goodness. The change that has come in time. I mean, every day I, I literally wake up with a, my, my gut is on fire for uh, a passion to do uh, well, actually to do a ministry, I was called to the ministry when I was a teenager and I, I, I didn't go forth with it. Uh, my wife and I, at that time, we, we had launched a ministry and uh, some things happened and that ministry just sort of went to the side. It was sort of put on hold for 20 something years. Uh, I wake up every morning though, with a desire, a literally a gut wrenching desire, like a fire in the pit of my gut for a ministry to help others. Uh, and, I mean, this is a dark world that we're living in. And uh, I, I feel like I have a story to share with others that, that lets them know that there is hope, there's salvation, there is redemption. There truly is a God that loves us. However, we all know that he gives us a choice though. He gives us a choice to make our decisions. He's a gentleman and he is no respecter of persons. So my story to others is what he has done for me in my life he can do for anyone in their life. It may not be the same way. Uh, I mean, God does work in ways that we don't understand. Uh, just like that evening, I didn't understand how God did what he did the way he did it when he did it. But all I know is that he did it. And that's, that's what I stand upon. I stand upon the promises of the word. I'm a guy that believes the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, every word spoken. I believe that there is no contradiction and I am now in alignment with him and the word. And I honestly, I can't get enough of it. And so you've had some changes in your, in your business world, but I, I want to first start with, 
with the ministry because you said you had put that off for, for 20 or so years and you recently launched something called The Gathering. Yes. And tell me, tell me about that and what, what inspired you to, to launch that and pour your life into that, that ministry? Yeah, just a, a little bit on that. So um, I was introduced to uh, a couple, uh, Ryan Kennedy and Charity Gale. And uh, Ryan Kennedy does, uh, he has put together what is called Gather House. It's based out of Houston. And uh, by listening to some of their uh, worship services on YouTube, and then being introduced to a church in Houston called Church of Champions, uh, just sort of made, just through connections and making my way, filtering through a few things, and then ended up meeting them and had the opportunity of Ryan sharing with me and a, a group of us actually, what Gather House was and what it meant to him, that just prompted something within me. The reason it prompted something is because I, here in our area, I felt like for me, there weren't, there, there wasn't, an, I couldn't find services to attend on Sundays. Uh, for like, for example, Sunday night, there are few and far churches because of COVID, they, they don't have services on Sunday evenings. Same with Wednesdays. So I was trying to find everything that I could online to, to watch and to seek out. And when I understood what Gather House was, I'm like, you know, we could use something similar to this in Little Rock just to help others if they don't have a place to go to church, if they've been church hurt. Um, people love small, intimate gatherings. And so what we have done is we have launched the gathering. We started in November with around four people. And uh, we're running right at 19, 20 people on average now. And uh, what's interesting, it's growing. I mean, we, it's just like going to church. You have folks that are not always there, but we would, we would probably run around 26 to 28 out of our home right now if everyone that normally attend would attend. That's, all, that's awesome. And, you know, I, I heard something there that I, I've heard you, we've talked about this, and it, it made me just now think of it, though, is that you're in Little Rock, Arkansas. Correct. And the people that you're plugging into and, and got connected with that's helped spurring the fire to, to develop this ministry in Little Rock, they're in Houston. And so is there a lesson there that sometimes you've got to go outside what you're comfortable with to find the things that you truly need? Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Um, good. So that that's going and and you're working in a, in a business in a way to be able to fund this. I know that's important to you to be able to grow this and be able to reach more and more people. And so let's go to the business side. So you were with another brokerage previously, had a lot of success in developing it. In fact, almost the same process. You were the, the principal broker for the state of Arkansas launching it. What made you make the decision to say, you know what, I'm going to go after real in this opportunity. Uh, because it's in alignment with some things that maybe the world doesn't necessarily understand, right? right? But David and his relationship with God and those those conversations you're having, you knew it was the perfect fit. Yes, and that was that was definitely a process uh, for sure. I went back and forth on that. The opportunity to launch Real for the state of Arkansas was presented last year, and uh, it wasn't forced, pressured, applied, or anything like that. Uh, I was in conversation with a dear friend of mine, uh, Kimberly Ryan, out of Arizona. Uh, and uh, she had shared a little bit about real with me. And uh, I told her no, 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 several times. 
And uh, anyway, I had an opportunity to visit with her in uh, Phoenix and her and her husband last fall. And uh, she never brought it up. I ended up bringing it back up to her. I just wanted to maybe know and understand a little bit more about real. And uh, we had a, a pretty amazing conversation that particular evening. And it led to me thinking about it. And I did go back and forth numerous times. And uh, my wife and I started praying about it. And uh, our answer actually came from prayer. Uh, I, I felt like I needed to be in alignment. It was, and this might be the last piece to me being in alignment with some, with the changes that had come forth from August the 8th and uh, something new and um looking at where I was with my previous brokerage and where I would need to be uh, to have things, let's say, equal what they were, I was going to have to put forth the same amount of work, effort and energy, whether it be with another brokerage or with my previous brokerage. And so the more I thought about that and looked at the numbers, the numbers for me added up. And uh, this was about me and my family. And uh, it was about alignment it was about doing the right thing. This is a great model. It's a secondary model to my previous model. And uh, I thought it would be a great way to introduce this again, another model similar to my previous model into the state of Arkansas and uh, jump into it, sharing the story with the real estate agents. And uh, this was so bizarre because launching a ministry and then thinking about doing another brokerage on a Sunday morning, I uh, was, was getting ready for church and I, I was praying. I'm like, God, okay, seriously, if this is what you want us to do, how do we do this? And the answer came quickly. I, I heard it immediately. It was like, well, David, how did you launch and work your previous brokerage? And I'm like, okay, well, that's easy. One by one. He was like, well, that's how you do this. So from that, I've, I've used the tagline, each one, reach one. So that's really what we're doing is we're reaching out uh, via social media, phone, et cetera. People are reaching out to me. I have more calls coming in to me and texts and messages uh, through uh, social media coming into me than, than I can handle it some, some days anyway. Uh, but I'm, I'm responding to those needs. I'm sharing my story of what God has done for me in my life. Uh, and I'm also now tying it together with a real real estate adventure if it's the right fit for an agent, it's like, come on aboard and let's, uh, let's build this together. And that's the great thing about uh, working with real currently in the state of Arkansas. Previously, it was me with my former company. Now it's me with, we've, we've got a handful of agents already. Uh, we, we have between 40 and 50 agents that have quickly jumped on board within the last three weeks. And uh, so it's, we're, we're all building this together. So each one reach one, we're building this together and we're forming a new community. We're forming a new community out of the ministry with uh, the gathering that we're calling it. That is a new community that we're building. And we're also forming a new real estate community within our industry here in Arkansas. That's, that's amazing. And, and how, how each one of those can, can help, help the other one thrive. They, they fuel each other. Um, all right. Before, before we get into how people can reach out to you, you know, the, the title of this episode is Real Change Happens. So if somebody's listening today on this, on this call, uh, whether they be in the real estate industry or just a small business owner, maybe, 
maybe they work in the corporate world and they're sitting here today thinking, gosh, you know, this change happened for, for David and it was huge and all these great, exciting things came, came of it, but, you know, can't, do I deserve that? Or, you know, how do I have that real change? What would you say to those people out there today listening? My first thought is God is no respecter of persons, as I mentioned a while ago, and what he has done for me in my life, he can and will, he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think. So I know those things. So there is hope for others, regardless of what it is. It could be a family situation. It could be a personal relationship situation with a friend, a spouse, a loved one. It could be a work relationship. And um, my message really is of hope. There is, there is hope for this world. There's hope for the lost. And there is, there's even a new way of doing real estate today with these types of models that um, there is some financial freedom involved in. Um, it's not for everyone. However, if you take a hold of these models and you work them and you put forth the effort and energy and you share from your heart passionately, I think people do see through that. Uh, I was reminded a couple of weeks ago that I wasn't there for some folks with my previous company and they were absolutely right. I wasn't. It was about me. It was about self and uh, others got that, but I didn't sign up to, um, to actually trying to word this correctly. I signed up for freedom for myself. Today, I have signed up to do real to show others that there is freedom now. So I was not in alignment with my previous company. I am in alignment with my brokerage now. And uh, this really was a prayer answered uh, for me. And it was definitely an alignment thing with the folks that I run with. And um yeah, that's a that's a tough question, and I feel like I'm stumbling around with that. But I, I think I, I, I want to get my, answer. I want to get my point across and and not come across uh, in a negative way. Yeah, no, I, no, I appreciate that, and I know you you still have a respect and relationships with those those in your previous brokerage. It's just again, it's just what's been in alignment for you. Um, and one, some people, one of, they don't they don't understand that uh, they don't they don't get that, and it doesn't matter if we push out a social media post, I understand not everyone reads all of our posts and stuff like that, but we try to do the best that we do with what we have to work with. And it, it doesn't matter how hard any of us try at, at doing something. We can do our best, but it can always be misinterpreted, misread, misunderstood. There's always an opinion and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I shared something uh, the other day with my audience through social media that you know, the, the plans God has for ourselves, uh, the world doesn't necessarily understand. It, it might not even make sense to them. It might be completely counterintuitive to them, but that's okay because it's God's plan for you, not for, for them. Right. And I think well, we can stand in that truth and just realize and understand that. And if more people would realize that, I, I think, you know, there, would, there wouldn't necessarily be the hurt feelings that might, might exist. And Right. And, um, you know, it's it's about the God that we serve. Right. And for me, that's that's the bottom line. Awesome. All right. So if somebody has an interest in they want to learn more about real or they want to learn more about the gathering, maybe we have some folks in Little Rock, Arkansas, they're looking for something like this. How 
How does somebody reach out to you? Uh, phone or text, uh, 501-940-2080. Feel free to push me a text. I respond pretty quickly. Uh, feel free to call me. Uh, leave a message if you don't catch me, and I'll return your call as quickly as possible. And David, uh, also, could you... social media, too. Yeah. yeah, definitely. You're definitely active there. Um, learn more about David's story on, on his social media platform. He does a great job at sharing it. And um, you know, I think it gives hope to that real change is possible. David, one more time, slow on your phone number. If somebody wants to reach out to you, who, where do they call? Where do they text? Yes, uh, 501-940-2080. Awesome. David, thank you for being on the show today. I know somebody out there is going to hear this and it's, it is going to start that process for them to be able to have that change in their life that you're experiencing. And I know the people that you're impacting through real, the people that you're impacting through the gathering, and more importantly, just the people that you're impacting day to day, your family, your friends, your spouse, um, even, even people like me. Uh, I, know, I know they're very appreciative of having that relationship with you. So thank you again, David. Thanks, Jeremy. I appreciate it. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you for listening to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast. If you heard something that made a difference in your life today, share it with someone that might benefit and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Learn more about the host of this podcast and coaching services offered by Red Hawk Coaching by visiting www.redhawkcoaching.com.